Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me. That's right, this guy, whose voice sound like this now. John Wayne, here I am back in Wayne Manor, of course. Of course, I am nestled in the West Wing in the studio of evil. <clears throat> oh man, I've got uh, I've got a, a nice cup of coffee here today. Uh, black, like I like it. Uh, also, my big black uh, fucking Arctic mug that's just filled with water. I've been drinking so much goddamn water because of this thing, man. It's great. Like, it's not a bad thing. I just have to pee so much because I'm just drinking water like a bitch, dude. I love it, though. It's great. And I've got uh, some Grandpappy's medicine. I got two pipes with the Grandpappy medicine loaded up and ready to go uh, just in case for an emergency. Uh, you know, as a. As you know, I'm usually recording this show on, uh, I record on Sunday morning, and then it comes out Monday. Well, today, I'm recording Sunday night. It's night, everybody. Nighttime. It's the right time. And I'm John Wayne here for your W-Ball night side. Anyway, uh, yeah, so I'm doing it at night. It, it uh, Here's the thing. It's also daylight savings time. Like, that happened. Um, and I know that sucks for a lot of people. Um who you know you get have to get up at a certain time and you lose that hour. Uh, I was I was completely almost unaware of it, and my wife was like, "Hey, don't you, did you know that the clocks changed last night?" And I was like, "It doesn't really affect me anymore." <coughs> so sorry. Um. So yeah. Uh. But that's a thing. I think they're trying to pass a, something to take that away, where we won't have to change our clocks anymore. I think that's fine. I, I think that we're done. With this back and forth clock thing, you know, it's it's uh, it's dumb. But time isn't real anyway, so what are we doing? We could just put a bunch of Mickey Mouse characters on the clock like they do at the, the kids' clocks and just be like, oh, it's a, it's a fucking Mickey past a fucking half a Goofy or some shit and call that 2.30 if you want. I don't care. I'll sign off on it. I got the time. But I am recording this at night because... Uh, this morning, I was a little bit hungover, and you still probably hear my voice a little, hey. uh, but also that's because I'd smoked like three bowls before I got on the air. On the air? What the fuck am I doing uh, on this uh, podcast show here? Uh, so I, I just um, had to, uh, yeah, just just kind of pull it all together here, folks. And, and what I did was, you know, it, it started off uh, innocently enough, as these things do, with uh, drinking some tall boys by myself, uh, <laughs> I do all my best drinking alone. No, I was. Uh, Katie was in the other room, and I was in uh, in here in the studio playing songs. I was just playing a bunch of songs uh, and just drinking some beers, you know. And then I hit up my buddy Jesus. hadn't seen him in a while, and uh, they were. He was down at one of the uh, brewery close to here to the house that you know has outside seating and shit. So we sat out there and had a couple beers, and went to another outside seating and had another couple beers. And came home. I came home and had some more beers. And then all of a sudden, I realized I had had a whole bunch of beers. And uh, I, uh, you know, woke up in my bed. Um, you know, so everything worked out, I guess. But this morning, I was like, I got up. The dogs were like, you know, they 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 want me to get. They're in the room with me today. They're in the studio, both right now, just uh, laying there sleeping. Serbian Boney in the studio. Let's hear it for them. All right, good boys. So. They got. They woke me up. Um, I don't know seven or so. I, I really tried to hold them off. I got up and I just let them out, fed them and stuff, and then I, I just like went back to sleep on the couch out in the living room for a couple more hours. Uh, uh, my wife actually went to Hot Bagel Shop, which is awesome bagel place here in, in Houston, H Town, Dirty Third Third Coast. Shouts out, and it's it's like a a, a family owned bagel shop uh it's they're just badass so she went and got us bagels i got this jalapeno bagel with this jalapeno cream cheese and this avocado on it oh so good and that's like the kind of thing you need um you know when you know when you're hung over in the morning uh not or you know in the mid morning or whatever you know some people like they want to go greasy you know they're like i get the grease give me the grease that's what's going to grease me up baby grease it down and i say that's fine for you, but for me, you know, you get a nice, good, you know, hearty thing like that, soaks everything up, makes you feel good, and I felt good after that. So good, in fact, that uh, I decided to go back to bed. <laughs> uh, no, I actually, I did some reading. I was, I've was i been working a, a lot on my, my Splatter Western lately, 
uh, my work in progress. Uh, and so it's been going really well, and I'm like in a really good groove. So I find myself just gravitating towards it at, at different points of the day, even when I think that I'm done writing for the day. I'll, I'll like kind of come back in, here, you know, the studio and get a book. But let me sit down and uh, go over this last passage again, you know. So that and that's good because it's coming along well. But I was trying to do that. I, like I had one of those this morning where you know I was like. All right, Katie wants to get the bagels. I'm going to take a shower because that'll make me feel better. Oh, but let me smoke this bowl. And uh, there was like an iced coffee left over from yesterday. I chugged that, took a shower. And I was sitting in the in the room, like in the in the studio here with my laptop, like trying to look at, you know, go over what I wrote and what I was trying to write. And I was like, yeah, I got to step away for a moment. And uh, I did. I stepped all the way away to my bed and <laughs> went to sleep. Uh, for like four hours, I think. But, you know, I got up and uh, still had a, a productive day, I would say. I'm reading, you know, what I'm reading right now, uh, which I actually read, read a lot of today. So I'm going to finish it tonight after the after the podcast because I'm, you know, like 30 pages to the end. But is uh, Jeremy Robert Johnson's book, The Loop, his latest book. Man, that's awesome. I, I got it for Christmas. I've been wanting it for a while. And uh, I got the hardback, you know, for Christmas and and, and finally got to it here on my TBR to be red pile and I'm plowing through it because it's so good it's uh you know Jeremy Robert Johnson is one of my favorite authors uh you know one of the first authors I read where I was like oh shit man this is like this is the sh- this is what I like this is where now I know what stuff I write can go somewhere you know it really kind of broke me into that whole scene and whole scenario and stuff and it's always very inspiring to me but that is this book is rad man it's it's like I don't even know how to it's it's takes place in this small Oregon town that has all these uh you know what do you I like high tech companies moving in and they turns out they made a prototype of some device that goes into people that's supposed to be able to control you keep you from doing shit or make you do other shit and it, of course it goes horribly wrong and uh it has to do with the children of the town and man is it fucking rad so and, and I'm you know I'm almost at the end I'm I'm sure that I can say it's going to be awesome still, but awesome book. Uh, so that's been very cool this week. Uh, shouts out to all my Patreon folks. Hey, thank you all so much for checking out the Patreon. Um, anybody out there, if you uh, don't know, I have a Patreon at patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead. And you can join, uh, join up there for any of the, the different tiers of things I have. And, um, Every tier gets you access to another podcast I do every week called the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast, which we'll talk about that a little bit later. And uh, yeah, it's and it's a lot of fun. And, and I put different things up there on the wall. Like this past week, I put a video of a acoustic version of a new John Wayne is Dead song and and that kind of stuff. I do fun stuff like that. So uh, yeah, if you'd like to help me out, throw Uncle Johnny a couple bucks. Just go to patreoncom John Wayne is Dead. You can even join the Dollar Beer Club uh, membership, which gets you access to the podcast, and uh, and that's a lot of fun. So I uh, just yeah, so thank you guys to everybody that is a part of my Patreon. Um, I truly truly appreciate it, and it's very helpful, right? Especially right now, very helpful. Thank you so much. But um, yeah, so that's uh, I was reading that, and uh, you know, as you know, I read I, I spoke about how I read the um, Choosing Death, the history of death metal. I've been talking about that. Because I've been getting into more death metal, reading it, you know, deeper into the ones I have and, and some new ones or ones that I just never listened to. Uh, and actually, tomorrow, Chris uh, Triana, Christopher Triana and I, fellow horror author and and good best buddy, will be recording uh, an episode of our of our show, Vital Social Issues and Stuff, with Chris and John Wayne that comes out on Thursday. And th- we're recording the one that is going to come out on Thursday, and it's going to be the death metal episode. So... Um, <clears throat> So, you know, he's from, uh, he grew up in Florida in that, you know, where a lot of the death metal came out of, and he's seen a lot of these bands live that, you know, I have never gotten, like a lot of people have probably never gotten an opportunity to see. So I'm interested to talk about that. Uh, so I've been listening to a lot of stuff on, you know, on Spotify, uh, different bands, but I, I did, I did want to, uh, you know, get back in, like kind of get into it the way I like to, I, I prepare, I like I said, I, I did get a lot done today because I did sleep some while I was hungover, but I went to my local record store, Vinyl Edge, here in, uh, you know, Houston Heights area. Been there forever, or been around forever, been in that location for a few years now, but that doesn't matter. Went in there and uh, looked around, you know, shopped for some records. I have not shopped for records in in a record store in, uh, fuck. Well, I did when I went to Ohio in October, 
so I guess since October, but I haven't been to a record store in Houston in, you know, a year since, you know, they had to shut down for a while, but I got some records, um, and I could have got a couple more I wanted, but I stuck with three. I got a carcass record, I got a death record, and I got a Godflesh record. So I was actually just jamming those before I got on here to record because I was working on my Western. I was writing, and I was like, well, let me just finish this uh, thing. Oh, well, I'll listen to this next side and finish this passage, and then I'll start recording. But I was finally like, all right, I got to get on there and do the podcast because I'm not going to put it off till tomorrow and do it in the morning. It's going to throw my whole day off if I do that. So do it now, you hungover son of a bitch. So that's what I'm doing, and and I'm happy to do it. So I'm, I'm happy to be here. Thank you, everyone, for tuning into the show, as always. Um, I uh, Oh, news on the ding, 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 dong. This, uh, as of yesterday, or Saturday, uh, my... The hardback special edition uh, from Thunderstorm Books of Mage of the Hellmouth came out, and uh, it was kind of unexpected. It was supposed to come out in April, but the books came in early to the publisher, and uh, he reached out to me and said, hey, you know, what, what do you feel about launching that this on, on Saturday? And I was like, sure, that, that's cool. And that was on Friday. And so, you know, Saturday morning, if you follow my, my Twitter or Instagram or even Facebook, I, I did tweet several times about it being out and, and the link and, and put it on my Instagram story and all that. And uh, I'm going to say, I know there was a couple copies left as of the time of this record, but I'll, I'll just go ahead and say that mm, if you're listening to this, you might could jump on the link and see, but they're probably going to be sold out by the time this comes out on Monday morning. Uh, but who knows, you know, uh, um, maybe maybe not. So check it out if, you, if you're interested. It, uh, it's very cool, honored to have another uh, release come out through Thunderstorm Books, special uh, hardback release. The the very awesome thing about this one that I love the best and the most is the cover on it, uh, done by my good buddy Brian Dabala. He did the cover for my last Thunderstorm release as well. I have a few of his paintings and, and pieces here actually in the house because I dig his style so much. But if you have not seen this cover, I've, I tweeted it. It's on my Instagram now. It's on my Facebook. It's a it's an awesome cover that he did where it's just got all this crazy ice cream and bright colors. And there's actually a cartoon version of myself right there in the middle. Like all my tattoos are right. You know, I'm holding a beer. It's awesome. And I made that my profile picture. Cause I was like, that's awesome. So I finally got to, to put that out in the world and show everyone, uh, Brian did an awesome job. So check it out. If you haven't seen it, I'm going to try to get prints of that made so that we can, uh, you know, have some of those in the shop and take some of them on the road uh hopefully but yeah so that came out and that was uh that was great other than that i've been working you know uh steadily on finishing a new another uh, audio book that i was hired to do <clears throat> and i got that all finished up and ready and um yeah it was a lot of uh you know i i wish i don't know i'm still trying to figure out if, if there's a you know, I'm going to be able to get faster at this, just just in a way that I'll be more efficient. I, I'm getting more efficient with it already. With this last book that I just finished, it it, it came a lot easier. I knew what I was doing. Um, I, I didn't have to fix so many mistakes or really that many at all or any um, as I was going, like, sound-wise and quality. Uh, but it just – it um, sometimes it just slows me down because I can't, you know, have to record in the early morning. And I can only get so much done before something goes off and crazy and, and all that kind of stuff. But I'm working on that, so that won't be even an issue going forward in the future. So, <clears throat> yeah, so that's done, and I'm going to—again, I've got some other stuff, contracts and stuff, but I'm going to jump in as quick, you know, as try to record some of my own stuff, uh, some of my—the books that I have the audio rights to and put them up there as well uh, in between the releases that I'm doing for, for other people that I'm hired to do, so— uh, you know, lots of lots of work going going out there. So check it out always. Um, I gotta stay busy. You know, I gotta keep this ass in business, everybody. That's how it works, and uh, that's you know, and you know it, and you love it, and you love it, and you love to know it, and and I love to know a lot of things about stuff. But that's been my week. It's been a lot of uh, recording, um, trying to get back on. You know, I talked about you know putting the schedule like on my on my dry erase board. Like from this time to this time, I'm gonna do this. And uh, how I, it was hard to get back on it after, after the road. I really kind of did not do too much with it this week. I, I felt like as I was working the whole time, 
but especially and this might just be me making excuses which i'm not trying to but i've especially with um trying to like with recording uh sometimes it's like well I don't necessarily want to say I'm only going to record for these two hours because if I can record for three hours, I'm going to, I'm going to do that. Or like it, it could be that I'm like, Oh man, I, you know, it took me a lot longer to get, uh, you know, this done and it's not that much. I need to work longer to get some more done just, just because to make it worth the day. So though that, that was kind of hard to gauge. Like I said, these are something like, these are things that I will get better at and able to manage time-wise more, but right now I'm just still learning them. So that was why, that was one reason, and, uh, um, you know, other, and then I, other than that, like, the other reason was I was, uh, like I was saying earlier, I've just been kind of writing, like, uh, even when I'm kind of done writing for the day, I'm going back and kind of cleaning stuff up or jotting some more ideas down. So, so putting, like, my writing time on the board like between this time and this time I was already like totally not sticking to that so I don't know I'm trying to get it to work I, I like I like it when it works when I'm feeling it uh it, it works but when it doesn't or when I'm not feeling it necessarily or, or you know putting myself on those stringent <laughs> stringent uh those kind of scheduling those kind of hours I guess I don't know maybe I just need more work on it. Maybe I'm just high as hell right now, and that's just how it is, probably, uh, most likely. So, that's pretty much been my week. Getting ready. Oh, got added to um, if, like I said last week, that I was going to update the uh, shows page on the on JohnWayneIsDead.com, and it is updated, so folks. Uh, right now, all all the dates up there, of course, could be subject to change. Uh, just like there's still COVID things going on and still things are, some things are up in the air fluctuating, but everything that is, as far as I know, going to happen, as far as I know, is on the the page there. So all the dates, all the cities I'll be in, and I just got added to um, another local event here on the 20, which works out well, because this is on the 28th, and on the 27th, that was up there, March 27th, I'll be here in Houston at the uh, uh, Horror Film Festival's um horror pop-up market third one um and i'll be there and then the next day the 28th i am uh, i'll be part of the punk rock garage sale which is a pop-up market put on by insomnia which is an awesome art gallery and uh, art space and and uh, place here in houston and uh it's going to be at brash so brash brewing if you're in houston that's going to be on that sunday that's from like noon to six i believe and uh yeah, of course, and it's masked. You have to be masked and all that stuff still. So uh, don't be coming in there crying that you know you're we're we're commies or some shit. Just do it, and uh, so it, th- so that's good because uh, you know, like I said, uh, those um, <clears throat> local events really do help <clears throat> balance out a lot of things sometimes because the overhead is very low for a local event, and if you can really get in there and make make the most of it, uh, you can uh, make it very much worth your while, which I like to do, and uh, and I have a lot of fun. So got out of those, but yeah, you can check check the the shows page. All the dates are updated, and there will like there'll be more stuff added as I as I fill in the holes, especially <laughs> especially local stuff uh, that I can grab um, either on the fly or you know those some of those things aren't they're like a month out or a few weeks out. You get added to them, but I'll, I'm gonna keep I'll keep on that. So if you're checking that, uh, you'll always know what's coming, baby. <clears throat> but you know you're listening to the show and you're check you're following me and. Uh, at John Wayne is dead on stuff, so you'll you'll know there too. But you will know on the website as well, and you will, and we will all know. So, um, that's pretty much been my week. Like I said, I think it's time to move on to our uh, three card tarot reading of the week. Uh, as you know or do not know, I do a three card tarot reading on myself before the show, where I kind of uh, jot down my thoughts, things that have been on my mind. And uh, for the week, and then look at those things through like the prism of the cards, kind of get a different, uh, you know, uh, view of things, kind of change your, my perspective on things. Very good thought exercise. I enjoy it very much. So uh, this week is no different in what we do. So I've uh, this week on my mind, uh, again, it's just been a lot of uh, refocus, recalibration 
after coming off the road, not just you know, refocus here in my home life, but re, you know, looking at how that trip went and, and I'm already trying to calibrate these other trips coming up differently and try to get, you know, ah, if we did this, you know, we could get, you know, this better, whatever, you know, so that's on my mind a lot. Again, the scheduling thing, organizing my time, that's it's more like a time management thing. And it's not that I'm, I'm wasting time. It's not like, a, oh, I can't, balance my time between jacking off and uh you know writing or something it's like no there's uh i need to manage my time better between the projects that i have uh going on so i'm, I'm always keeping keeping up with everything never falling behind and, and being able to put the the right amount of uh, focus and attention on them so that's kind of where what i mean by that so i'm th- that's on my mind and just um you know always just uh, focus and and creating like a you know the life I want around me uh, at all times and, and make sure I'm holding on to it fiercely and ferociously. But so here we go. Uh, first card, <clears throat> the five of wands. So five of wands, this is a card. This is a card about change and conflict, right? Cause the fives usually represent a conflict of some kind. And with the five of wands, it's saying that, uh, we're working some with whatever we're working on it, it, we're experiencing a lot of tension in that or, or in competition with others that we're not really moving forward ourselves and if we're supposed to be working with people towards a, a common thing like we're definitely not doing that um it, this is a you know you may be in these one of these things where everyone's trying to talk but <clears throat> no one's really listening you're really just waiting for your chance to talk. And even at that, you're waiting for your chance to, you know, maybe even just really yell at the other person um, because this, like, this disagreement is just no one wants to bend in whatever this situation uh, is. So sometimes it, it, it's, it, it comes, it falls upon uh, ourselves to be the person who doesn't do that, who, who actually is the one that stops and actually listens to everyone and lets them state their case and, and just listens without a response, without being, you know, and just try to talk from there. That may kind of soften things somewhere, uh, you know, somewhat if, if people feel like, like you're listening to them and maybe they'll give each other or you more, uh, you know, credit there and listen as well. And maybe, you know, the, the communication and, and things can start from there. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, but um, also, th- this, but, but like, this is um, a conflict that could be a good thing in that if you work in like a group session where you're, you're writing with some folks or, you know, maybe you're doing sketch or I, I'm, these are the things that I've actually, where I've worked with several people um, on something, writing sketch, or, uh, I don't know, I haven't, haven't really co-wrote a book with anybody, but, uh, yeah, that, just th- those kind of things, you, even at your job or whatever, like, it, a lot of times you're trying to figure something out, but it's, um, we need that challenge from people, like, you know, we don't want just to have our ideas always just like, yeah, great idea, yeah, that's funny, yeah, that'll work, you know, especially if someone's like, well, what about this? You know, you need that. And that that's something like <clears throat> that I talked about. I've talked about where a Nick P is good with that for me because he he will definitely make you think about every fucking thing that you're trying to write together. And is it could it be funnier? Is it fucking too easy? Is it too on the nose? You know, is it not on the nose and all that kind of stuff? So that's that's what this we need to be mindful of that kind of thing and not just if that's what is happening and that's what's taking place like that's good that's the constructive environment that we want to be in but we can't let that when we let that get out of control to where no one's listening everyone's yelling everyone's got their opinion they're trying to jam in there and um just everything that the, everything gets you know the energy is scattered no one nothing is getting done no one's moving forward so we need to bring this conflict to a place of this constructive uh, environment where, where we're challenging each other in a way that we're trying to make e- make each other better and what we're putting making together the best it can be, I guess. So that's where we want to get this. And I know, like, this is hard sometimes with uh, in cre- in the creative field. You know, people can get very passionate about things that they 
you know, believe in or, or adhere to, myself included, uh, you get overpassionate, and then it comes to a place where it's not, it's not helping anybody. What you're saying, no matter no matter how right or how uh, just even you feel in what you're saying, it doesn't matter because you've become this. You know, you've created this conflict where it do, there's no communication happening in any effective way. So, something to to think about, just bringing that bringing it all into this productive way or maybe take maybe we need to get the chip off of our shoulder and uh you know take ourselves down a few pegs and listen we could learn you know instead of dismissing somebody and say ah they're they this idea is gonna be stupid no let's listen maybe it won't be maybe talk it out maybe it can be something that turns out really good that happens a lot so there we go next cup next cup next card uh the uh Page of Cups reversed. So, um, with this card, when this card comes up, we are we're in a place where we're you know the pages are like the beginning of something, right? Your initial ideas, your sparks of, of creativity, um, and the, you know, with this, it's like we're having this these ideas, but we are. Uh, this is one of those times when we're not we're not talking about it. We're being very tight-lipped. We're not like, uh, you know, talking about it. But it's because of the few reasons we might we might like uh, not want to say it because you know maybe we're, we're not super confident that it's gonna pan out. And that's you know that's one thing. But sometimes we can get all, uh, you know, there could be things where you think someone's gonna steal your idea from you if you bring it out. So that's those are very real things as well. Um, but other times you you just don't want to bring it out there into the to the world or, or to, to anybody until you have you've kind of got it going you, you've got your feet underneath you a little bit if that makes sense you know and then you start sharing it you, you know you don't want to you're conscious of like putting this out there you know i got this idea to start this thing and i'm gonna do that and the people are like wow that sounds great yeah it will be great and then what then something happens something falls through something to pan out and then you've you know you kind of have that you've backtracked, you know, or, or, you know, and then you have to re, I don't know, readjust, like tell everyone, you know, it's just stupid. Just uh, keep it to yourself uh, until you maybe get, get the legs underneath it. Unless you're, you know, entering in with maybe one or two people on a project, but you know, <clears throat> if you're putting together like your super band, maybe, you know, you guys just all practice or guys and gals all practice together in, in quiet. And then, then, then I'll announce it later. But when, when it's come, when it comes to, you know, be for sure you might start practicing and be like wow this sucks or i hate all these people so that's the kind of thing but here's another thing like that um that is behind this uh mainly i want to talk about it it has to do with what fear uh one of the reasons that we're not we may not put our ideas out there is because we are deathly afraid that they will fail no matter what no matter what if we've if we have our feet under us, if we have some things started, if we've laid the groundwork, if we've done research, we're just terrified that we're going to put it out there and it's just going to fail. And we'll just it, it, that'll that'll be some defining thing that will we you know, could be hard for us to come back from whatever. You know, we just we really don't want that to happen. But in in that we're just inhibiting ourselves. We're, we're keeping ourselves from from growing and, and from uh learning anything because you're not even trying or putting out the the attempt to hit you're not even allowing yourself to hit the the roadblocks or you know obstacles and learn from them because you're you're too afraid to even start so that's what another place we need to attack that fear you know with this with this card especially we cannot be afraid to fail we can be cautious we can be uh make we want we can do research we can be uh you know prepare as prepared as we can to not fail but we have to not be afraid to fail because when we fail we learn and so what you know it it, failing isn't the, the thing it's if you give up you know you can't give up you have to pick it up and Okay, learn, and it may be hard as hell, really hard. But that—that's where, that's where, that's where people quit, you know, because it, it, it's hard, and you don't want to pick yourself up, and you don't want to feel like a failure, or you don't want to feel like, uh, you know, you're not good or at what you're doing or whatever. But but 
we can't give up because then you're you're kind of admitting it. You're admit, admitting the defeat. I think so. So that's in particular with this card, very important. I w- I wanted just to say to touch on. So last card we got the world reversed. So um, with this card, we are uh, there's a very interesting. There's something I really wanted to touch on uh, with this one. Um, oh, okay. With okay. Yes, this is another thing with the fear, but with the world, this can when this comes up, it could be because you know we're we have this goal or this project, or maybe it's like a, you know a big goal or something that we're we're going after and we've been going after it, and now now we're just starting to uh, uh, slack off a little bit in the sense that we're sick of we're, we're not sick of but we fall whatever reason we've fallen off like taking the right route and now we're taking little shortcuts here and there like eh, it won't matter da, da, da. but it's like totally totally absolutely going to matter um it it, it, it will not be it's not going to work out it's not going to be sustainable uh so that this is something to watch when when this card comes up in the reverse position what are we working on right now am you know it's for me, I'm looking at like, am I taking shortcuts anywhere with anything? What am I, you know, what am I doing that may that can't be sustained, or what do I need to work on better to sustain it, or have have a different plan? Like these are the things that go through my mind. Um, just just to to put out there is just you know we need to make sure make sure we're not first of all afraid to fail, but make sure we're not cutting these corners. We have to have that that foundation uh when we are when we're doing something especially when we're we're learning a a, you know a discipline or you know we're trying to you know just reach this life sustaining goal or life goal or something we absolutely no matter what how tempting it may be need to avoid these shortcuts so um boom that's our reading for today i got a lot out of that i hope you did as well um so Earlier, uh, oh, also, I before I go on that, I, I do a, a card of the day reading on my uh, Instagram story at John Wayne is Dead every morning, so you can check that out. It's about two minutes, uh, and we'll get a card of the day reading and, and keep learning about tarot. It's lots of fun. So, moving along, I, I talked earlier about the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast, which comes out on my uh, Patreon and uh, every week, and... So what I've been doing is uh, taking a little, you know, segments of of this week's episode and dropping them here in the in the uh, episode here for for you guys to listen to, check out, get a little idea of what what the show is like or, or what my guests are like. And uh, you know, as you know, with with the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast, I talk to other artists uh, from around the country and the world, even with different disciplines, people I meet on the road, friends, you know that that are you know in the arts or whatever. This is uh. This is when I this is when this is when I talk to those people and I like I said when I was on the road a couple weeks ago I I got, I got a lot of uh, I got several inter, you know episodes uh, out of uh, some people that I, I I got to sit down with so uh, I know we listened to um, you know Tony and 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 Jane uh, last week and but this week um, I talked to my buddy Chuck Chapman who is uh um actor musician writer you know screenwriter director he's doing all this stuff a lot of interesting stuff i met this guy uh, a couple years ago and stayed in touch and uh he's just been a he's been a cool ass dude so uh he came up to the room and and sat down with us weirdos for for a couple hours i think or or sometime and uh we did a and a pretty fun episode so this is a lot this episode is a lot of fun there's a lot of laughing, and this has got uh, myself. You know, this is Chuck Chapman, uh, my buddy here. But we also this episode also has the Vicious Jane, uh, Nick P, and then Kentucky Tony. Tony Evans uh, makes a guest appearance, shows up in the in the middle, and uh, and he and he comes in and joins as well. So it's a it's a lot of fun in this episode. And like I said, this is the podcast you get for joining any tier of my uh, Patreon. Uh, account patreon.com slash john wayne is dead you get access to it and this is uh you know we've over 60 episodes now so you get all the back episodes as well they're a lot of fun but um you know for right now let's check out a little a uh, little bit of this craziness uh with me uh chuck and the group 
uh, I was gonna say, like I was telling you earlier downstairs, because we're we're next to each other at this this con, excellently, uh, you know. But I was telling you about this crazy gig I had. Uh, do you have any like, hor- like some like crazy gig stories? Because oh, you, gig, you guys that, gig that's so a book much. in and all itself, man. Yeah, well, you have any like anything particular like like. Uh, that's happened that you're like, oh, this anything is that affected like your criminal record or your credit Not history. affecting my criminal record. <laughs> Any like you had to, you had to like leave your like possibly like a child in another state and not come back, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> anything like that happened. Um, I had one where we had booking agents that you know they were all in it. If they could make a buck off of it, they didn't care where they put you. Some of those oh, gigs no. were amazingly great. Some of those gigs were amazingly horrible. Like at the airport or something. Um, it's worse, man. We went into this one bar where literally it was like, you got any weapons on you? You go, no, and they go, why not? <laughs> um, I'm not kidding. I'm not making that up. That's not fun. No, that sounds um, like a, it could be like an experimental right. yeah, Texas it town. Was, it was crazy. We were booked there for two nights. We get through the first set, and some <clears> guy's <throat> yelling Merle Haggard at us the whole time. <laughs> Sorry, dude, don't. Well, you, you, you look like Merle Haggard back then. Maybe right? he was like, could be. Merle, come here. Come yeah. on, Merle. Yeah, y'all know any Merle? Play some Merle. I said, I know some Merle Allen. Will that work? You know? <laughs> Who fucks that? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not supposed to curse on these things. Uh, what? These things? I have a reputation to uphold, man. Oh, man. Anyway, oh, man. I'm, but I'm uh, quoting somebody. This so episode brought to you okay, by the right. Latter-day Saints. Yeah, it's, so also, yeah. it's all parody, so it doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Alleged, okay. It's alleged. And I am quoting somebody. So, yeah. You know, but, um, yeah, we got through the first set, and they're like, we don't want y'all to come back. Why? Okay. Will you pay us to leave? Yep. Um, it just wasn't their thing, man. I mean, it uh, was, we went in there. Did they still pay was, you for the other night, too, the second night? I, you know, I don't remember, and I really oh, don't care. I know somebody died there the next night. Oh man! So that's that's a kind of, that's yeah. the kind of place you know, like you should have went and had an adventure. Yeah, there was a, there was a shooting that next night, and like people died and stuff. So I'm kind of glad we weren't there. Wow, yeah, you're we, like Waylon Jennings on that La Bamba plane, right? Yeah, it was the only place <laughs> ever, man. That I'm like, okay, there's a chance I'm going to break my guitar over someone's head tonight. And I was like, hey, we got out of here without that. I, I, I call it a win, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, you don't have to pay us to leave. I'll pay you to let us leave. How about that? It sounds like it works. Then we had one where we played, and it was just a flat floor, you know, no no elevated stage, mm. and big club. I mean, probably a. 250, 300 seaters, probably at least halfway full, so pretty good crowd. Yeah. But the bartender's brother was in, in a wheelchair. Um, and you had a really offensive song about cripples? No. Strangely enough, he was in Albania. No, no, no. Oh, wow. Um, cripple but no, he was, in, he, was in a wheel, he was in Albania. No, he was in a wheelchair, man, and he just got wasted through the night because, you know, his sister's tending bar and she's just feeding him drinks. So by the end of the night, our bass player at the time, Mike Parody. Hi, Mike. I'm sure you're listening and laughing your ass off. Um, so, Mike, join the Patreon. <laughs> so Mike looked a little bit like a young Paul McCartney. Um, okay, I like well, that. And he played bass. Okay. By the better. end of the night, the dude in the wheelchair was convinced that Mike was Paul McCartney. No, oh, Jesus. Oh, and he's getting his wheelchair up closer and closer <laughs> until he's like right in his face. Mike started to play and this dude's like, you know, like six inches from his face. And so Mike backs up, the dude rolls forward and he's like banging into his shins and God stuff. So finally he's all the way back against the amp, the dude's still banging and all of a sudden starts pointing his face yelling, you're Paul, you're Paul, man. <laughs> That'd be funny if the, if the guy in the wheelchair the like hell, kicked his dude. ass because yeah. Paul McCartney like fucked him over like yeah, decades ago. Money or some shit. <laughs> Didn't tip him for the car wash. So that one was great. Mike came home with bruises on his shins. He's like, dude, how can you? It's not like you can punch a dude in a wheelchair, especially <laughs> well, when he's the you know the bartender's. What brother. can you do to somebody who's like? Getting out of control in a wheelchair, can't you like uh, at least like turn him around and push him away? Probably like hard. You know, she, do you know was he too drunk to make it to his uh, wheelchair basketball league today? <laughs> his murder ball Probably. is that what it's called? Murder <laughs> ball. Probably. No, she finally saw him and came and you know got him away. But it it went on for like two or three songs, and of course I'm dying laughing because hey, I didn't look a thing like John, so I was safe. <laughs> you know, so, but that's I love that story. That's I think that's one of the really fun ones that didn't calls me any pain damn dude <clears throat> those are good ones i've had shit thrown at me before 
Um, Did some old man try to fight you in the middle of a oh, set? Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. You're talking about a wheelchair uh, song about offensive, that was offensive to cripples. Oh, yeah, like, you well. were playing an offensive song, weren't you? Yeah, because this band I used to play in called Letters to Voltron, we like started like acoustic and then we became this crazy prog band, but all the songs are funny, like stupid stupid shit. So we had this song that I wrote called I Heart Mother that was about fucking your best friend's mom. <laughs> but from the time like that you're in middle school through college, like every verse was like when you were doing this, I was fucking your mom. When remember when we when we went to camp and I had to stay home because you know I was fucking your mom. Like all this stuff. And then the chorus is like just like I fucked your mom. I really fucked your mom. So it's like me and this other fucking goofy white guy up there. And then he's like, Mama, 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 Mama. I'm like, I fucked your mama, Mama. And we're just like fucking just playing in this little bar. And it's, it's, Saturday night, but the next day is Mother's Day. <laughs> Sunday. So I'd even, like, point it out, like... The, Dedicate this song to all the mothers of I Well, I did, like, somebody, uh... This one guy's, uh, buddy was there whose mom is hot, so I, <laughs> I dedicated this song to him, and he's like, but fuck you, man, because we're always talking about his mom So do you want to play Stacy's mom later? <clears throat> Maybe. But we get up, we're playing the song, and... We also would dress up in stupid shit. Like, every time we were dumb. Like, th this time we were wearing miniature cowboy hats and Zorro masks. So I don't have, like, peripheral, like, vision a lot. So I'm just, like, playing. And from out of nowhere, I'm like, I fucked you. I'm like, my, my guitar just, like, it's ripped away. And I look, and this guy has pulled my mic cable out, or the cable out of my guitar. Like, came up and just pulled it. And I was like, what the fuck? And he's like, you're terrible. Like, I was... It was so. It happened so fast, and he was in my face, and then I just came unglued. Where it's like one motion, I ripped off the mask and threw the mic down, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And my uh, my ex wife uh, jumped between us, like, "He's an old man. He's an old man." And I was like, "Fuck you, man. Fuck you, old man." They're holding me back, and then the bartender comes running out on me, and she's like, "Get back. You get out of here." I was like, "What the?" He just attacked me on stage. And this guy's like, fuck you. You're terrible. You're terrible. And I was like, get out of here, you motherfucker. And I'm like screaming. And they're like holding me back. And my uh, he gets in his car. And he's like parked in the first spot, you know. And my buddy, like, uh, Jay Lee, shouts out Jay Lee, grabs. Uh, he's getting his car, starts up, grabs a fucking ashtray off the middle of one of the tables. And like one of those big fucking heavy duty glass ashtrays. And, uh opens the door and just fucking hucks it at the guy's uh, windshield, <laughs> breaks his fucking windshield, oh, bounces off, and the guy just, like, fucking still peels out and, like, leaves just screaming about how awful we were. And I was so mad. And they were like, just finish the show, man. And I was like, fuck you. That's a badge of honor, dude. But I did, awesome. I, did, I did get up and finish the show. Oh, shit. But, That's a pro, man. Yeah, but I guess... Hey, man. Hey, Kentucky Tony is here. <laughs> Look, the sweepstakes winner's here. <laughs> Welcome, Kentucky Tony. We're on the podcast, but oh, sorry, we, we no, we expect, yeah, get the fuck out. <laughs> Could you make a couple laps? No, <laughs> come on, dude, come in. You know Chuck, right? You've already made a guest uh, appearance anyway, man. Yeah. How's hey. it going, brother? I'm welcome. Uh, I'm good. Uh, uh, nobody knows what to do anymore. Hug? Sure. Let's all hug each other. There. Tony, you ever fucking oh, albino man? I've never fucked no, man. Albino man? Man, man. Let's hope it's not man. albino, that I don't know that that makes a difference. Well, either way. <laughs> Just a um, confused individual. So, what do you do um, musically now? Like, are you still playing, jamming yourself? Because um, does the yeah. band get, like do you get like royalties and shit still like what's yeah what's occasionally I'll get a check every thirty yeah? months for like thirty seven cool. cents or something. Who sent you thirty seven cents this week, huh, tough guy? Yeah, <laughs> nobody, not even your fucking grandma on a birthday card and shit. That's what I say. I had a top ten song in Spain. Wow. Oh yeah, yeah. Nice. Did you win a Latin Grammy? Because got, that's I, always been my dream to win a Latin Grammy. Yeah, I got I got major royalties for that one. Oh, well, I'm sure. I made a zero symbol. Was the song in Spanish? No. Oh, wow. No, they had a, um, a global chart or whatever where they just kind of put everything. Uh, the coolest thing about it was I think we were not number four and Gary Newman was yeah, number Gary. three. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> this was postcards, so I have no clue what the Gary Newman song was. But oh, I was about to ask you. I was like, what, what was it? But 
That's cool. Yeah, I don't know any other songs that he's yeah. ever heard. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that's what he had cars. But but apparently he had a number three song in Spain. Hmm. He kept us out of the top three because we only made it to number four. That fucking you know bitch. what? Screwing Gary. Greedy fucking you know that yeah. he has, already has cars. Yeah. Here what, he what's is. He need a, what's he need a song taking in Spain? Taking money out of your <laughs> fucking t- t- taking. He knocked my percentage from zero down to zero. Bread out of your mouth. <laughs> I'm telling you. Bread out of your mouth. So you play just uh, so I'm gonna kick Gary Newman's ass one day. Fuck, dude, if, if yeah. that's your next book. Gary, I'm gonna I'm kick for you. Bro. I'm gonna kick <laughs> Gary Newman's ass. <laughs> the Chuck Chapman story. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like Gary. Well, I, I actually don't know Gary. Well, he's a big listener of the show. I, I, like, I like cars, so yeah. I'm assuming if I like cars, I like Gary. But do you still write music today and stuff, or you're just yeah, some. Music, I've music got a too. couple of music projects going on now. What's um, the, what's the scoop on those? Um, one is I'm going to be doing vocals for um, the guy that used to be the lead guitarist for a band called Sinister Angel, which was like a metal band mm. back in the like a I think they were on Metal Blade or something. Oh, okay, um, okay. That's back okay. in like the late '80s, early '90s. So you're going to be singing for them? Yeah. Uh, now this is a different type project, so it's not you know the as metal as that, but it's pretty cool. He's a is it like, guy. like the oh, like that kind of singing oh, no, or like that oh, kind of stuff? Neither. No. Oh, what do you then? What do you do? It'll just be me singing, man. I mean, oh, gotcha. whatever works with that music. I haven't really. Actually, I do have him. He sent me. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, just be singing. Just regular. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. He's, he's <laughs> such an asshole. <laughs> you know, he actually sent me a couple of songs on my way up here, and I haven't even had a chance to listen to them yet. So. Oh, cool. But I met. You know, I've heard him play. We've um, hung out. We met. Actually, met on the set of. I think the front runner. What's um, that? That's a Hugh Jackman film. That oh, Bill Burr was in there. Yeah, yeah, that was shot here in Atlanta. Oh, okay. And so I met him on that set. I think it was that set a couple of years ago, and then we've done a couple other films together, and so we just became friends. And so. That's another thing. So you're cool. a filmmaker and an actor as well. Mm-hmm. Your bio reads like, uh, you know, like Nick's fucking locker room. Baby talk shit. I mean, it's long and luscious. Okay. All right, there you go. Crazy times, lots of fun. Check out, uh, check out my man Chuck Chuck Chapman, uh, his book and uh, all of his movies and all that stuff um, is out there. I put the the link here in the in uh, in the post. But uh, yeah, check that out again. You can get that episode and uh, in its entirety, and all of the other episodes that I've done, sixty plus episodes. I think I think this is like sixty five or sixty six right now. Uh, plus, you know, like videos and all kinds of cool stuff that I have up there, and and, and stuff that you get. Uh, just go to Patreon.com/slash John Wayne is dead, and I appreciate it very very much. Now, moving on to our story portion of the day um, of the episode of the time that it is right now. As I mentioned earlier, I was extremely hungover, not extremely hungover this morning, just hungover, just one of those hangovers where you're just like ready to go back to bed. <clears throat> I wasn't sick or anything like that. I was just like, oh, God, I hate, I just hate being that drunk. Like, it's like, it's, uh So, um, you know, it took me a little while to get going this morning. But so I, th- I, I thought of a, a story of one of maybe my worst hangovers that I remember uh, it was just probably one of my very first, and uh, you know we always remember our first, I guess, or the worst, or the blurst. But uh, you know this is um, uh, a time from college. We'll call this uh, uh, seven and seven, the kiss of death. Uh. So this was uh, back when I was a freshman at Sam Houston State University. Eat them up, cats. Meow. In Huntsville, Texas. And, uh, you know, that was the one year that I lived in uh, the school housing, which, uh, again, it wasn't the traditional dorm that I lived in. They had those on campus. But I've said this before. I mentioned it in other podcasts. We lived in this. They were called wellness houses, and they were like this fourplex of, like, two-story buildings that we maybe had like 20-ish, 25 people living in each building, co-ed, just two floors, rooms. You, you had a, you know, your room connected to another one. You had a suite mate. They called it uh, because the bathroom's connected to the room and stuff. So 
um, yeah, it was great. It was the probably the best possible on-campus living experience I could have ever lucked out, hoped hoped to get and lucked out getting. Uh, because you know, I would go visit people in the regular dorms. I would just be like, "God, this sucks." You know, they have to go up like eight floors. You know, and it's just a big long hallway of rooms. Everything looks the same. No, sir, not for me. I'm glad that I got to stay in those houses. But I only, we only lived there for one year before getting an apartment up there in Huntsville with with my buddies, um, <clears throat> Adam and the Monsignor. Who uh, this this story uh, actually involves my buddy Adam. So. Uh, we were, like I said, we were freshmen here. You know, we're probably like 19 or something. Uh, and Sa- Sam Houston and Huntsville is like 50 miles, 60 miles away from, you know, my parents' house or where I, where I lived. So I worked like in the woodlands, which is like 45 minutes away. So it was just easy for me to, uh, you know, if I had to w- go to work on Friday night at the video game store, which is where I worked with Nick and them, Nick P shouts out, and then just... 10 minutes, you know, I could go 45 minutes to go back to back up to school or 10, 15 minutes at most to get back to my parents' house and just stay there for the weekend, get up Saturday morning and work Sunday morning, go then Sunday, go back from from work. That's usually what I did a lot. Um, It was just just easier. Plus, like, you know, Sam Houston is what they one of those schools they call a suitcase school because a lot of people do that. You know, it's it's kind of located within driving distance, within comfortable driving distance of a lot of places. So people do go back to where they, you know, lived to work a lot of times on the weekends or just to fucking go home because there's no one up there. And, and back then, like, there was nothing to do in Huntsville anyway. So <clears throat> there was one. Uh, so one time, one time, uh, I remember um, I did stay up there for a weekend because... Uh, I happened to be off. Well, I, was, I worked on Saturday, but I was off on the next day, the Sunday. And my buddy Adam, who was my sweet mate, was like, "Hey, man!" He like came by like to the store and was like telling me, "Like, hey, man, you you know, are you gonna go? You should come up to uh, the dorm tonight instead of going home. Uh, I'm going up there with like you know one of his somebody. I think it's but his girlfriend at the time was with with him. And I remember like he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna go up there and hang out and." Uh, you know, we got we got a bottle of uh, Seagrams, so we're gonna you know have have some drinks and hang out at the at the dorm. And I was like, oh, I mean, I I guess I mean that's that's cool. Like uh, I don't have to work tomorrow, so I might as well just go up there and I can just stay. And he's like, yeah, we're gonna do that too. And then we'll just hang out on Sunday and stuff, <clears throat> and just chill and and you know call it a good day. And I was like, all right, that sounds great, man. That that'll be great. So the you know the software store closed late. Like we closed at eleven. So I'm not sure if if I actually was closed that night or left, like got to leave early, like at nine or something. But either way, you know, when I got up there, um, it, it was a little bit later, but they weren't like up there for a long time or anything. They might've just gotten up there before me. So we were hanging out and like, we're like, woohoo and shit, you know? And I've, I don't never drink, drinking Seagram's before ever. Um, you know, what is that gin, I believe. So I, I've never had that before ever. I haven't had really any, a lot of different things at that point, but that's what they had, you know, it's just one of those, I stole it from my mama's liquor cabinet type of things, I'm sure. Uh, and that's what we were drinking. So they were making seven and sevens when I got there, which is Seagram seven and, and seven up. So we just start drinking those. And when you put when you put it, it, it was gross, but when you put it in 7-Up, the sweetness, like, that covered that gin, ginny taste, and it made it easy to drink. <clears throat> so, you know, we're drinking, and, of course, you also don't know that you shouldn't drink, like, eight Seagrams, you know, seven and sevens is the first time you ever drink it, because why not? You're stupid. So, uh, so yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of what I did, and, and as the night went on, uh, we were kind of getting ready to pass out and go to sleep, and then I remember... Uh, Adam coming and like knocking on the the door, the you know to my room and saying, "Hey, dude, look, man, we're gonna have to take off. You know, my my this girlfriend like she's her back is all messed up and she can't sleep on this bed in here, man. So we're, we're gonna take off." And I was like, "What, really?" You know, I'm like fucking hammered. They're like, "Yeah, man, sorry, dude, but but I'll be back tomorrow night. So or I'll, I'll try to come back early too, maybe you know, hang out." And I was like, "All right." So they left. So now I'm like in i'm in my my room alone my roommate wasn't there um you know he and adam's gone there's there's really no one i mean there's maybe maybe a couple people in in the whole dorm still there like and i mean literally a couple three maybe everyone else has gone home and now i'm there and i'm like uh get up on that sunday and i am i feel 
the worst. Like, I was like, oh, my God, what is wrong with me? Uh, you know, everything is spin, hot, I'm fucking prickly. I just puke, start puking my guts out. I can't stop puking. Uh, you know, just, like, taking the shower, like, having to get out of the shower to puke. Just, like, felt like, oh, God, what did I do to myself? Just, like, shivering. Can't, like, eat. Can't even think about eating. Like, it just makes me sick. And I'm just, like, laying miserably around in this room by myself, hung, oh, so badly hung over, um, and just, like, <clears throat> trying to feel better to, to some degree. And I'm, like, I keep thinking, like, man, I should eat something, right? I should eat something. I haven't eaten anything since last, you know, whatever, how long ago. But I could not bring myself to leave the room because I felt so bad. I was like, I just think that if I get out there, I'm just going to get sick and I feel sick and have to come in. So I uh, I was like that all day. It was even like I would try to drink water. I think like an idiot, I was trying to drink like Mountain Dew, that'll help. And that made me throw up. And uh, anything I tried was I was just throwing up uh, and just so, so hungover. Head just like, boom, boom, boom. This is before I had access to, like, you know, weed all the time. You know, I didn't have, or at least I didn't have any with me. Maybe Adam had somebody who was bringing back or something like that. But I was in a bad way. You know, it was it was the worst. Like, my mouth tasted awful and dry. There was nothing that could pass the time in any effective way for me. Like, what, there was nothing on TV I could watch that would make, like, just make me forget. Uh, it, it was It was so bad. To where I finally, finally, like, it was getting to be, like, 5 o'clock in the evening, and I I pulled myself together enough. I think I made myself take another shower, and then I walked uh, up the hill. Like, the closest thing I could walk to was uh, a subway, or it was next door to a pizza shop that was, like, the local, like, it was good pizza, but in, in greasy, just, like, I, I was like, oh, I can't even... No, I can't look at this pizza. It's so gross looking. So I ended up getting like a Subway sandwich, like a turkey sandwich or whatever, and I brought it back and very slowly like started to eat. But once I got like a little bit of that food in me and, and it started getting worked, I started feeling better. And then uh, I think Adam showed up later, you know, back coming back. Hey, buddy, sorry, I had a bail. Sorry, I can get up sooner. And I was like, what the hell did you do to me? What is in that stuff? Oh, God, I was so fucking sick. And he was like, you know, we we're just laughing about it. And he's like, yeah, I wasn't. Wasn't bad, as bad off as you were this morning, sounds like. I was like, no, no, I was bad. Um, but then I ate that whole sandwich and finally got it down. Everything was fine, you know. And and I'm sure it probably wasn't even as bad as other, hangover, other hangovers I probably had. Um, but I just remember that one so vividly. And I will never, like, I don't have a taste for gin. I don't want to see gin. Maybe this, maybe this ruined gin for me, but maybe gin is just fucking gross. I don't know. But uh, not my thing, and I do not drink any gin drinks. And I, and the worst thing is, you know, this got me off Seven Up. You know, I can't see that little fucking dot with those sunglasses without wanting to puke my brains out. All right, there we go. Hey, one of those hangover days, but hey, I'm through it now. And uh, everything is a-okay. Thank you guys for joining me all for another episode. I very much appreciate it so, so much. Uh, be sure to check out johnwayneisdead.com for, again, all my dates, see all the cities I'll be in. Uh, hit me up if I'm coming around your city. Let me know. We'll hang out. Uh, we'll get a beer. We'll do something. I don't know. But, uh, you know, we'll do it. Uh, check out the uh, the shop page there at johnwayneisdead.com as well. You can grab a any of my books that are in stock right now and, and t-shirts and records and they'll be signed and sent to you with a little extra love because I appreciate it so, so much. And uh, don't forget to listen to the Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne every Thursday, like I talked about it. This week, uh, our episode will be on death metal. Very, very fun. Uh, it's going to be very fun stuff. So check that out. It's uh, every Thursday it comes out and you can find everything on chrisandjohnwayne.com. That's K-R-I-S and JohnWayne.com. Uh, and it's on all the pod things, too, and YouTube. And don't forget to uh, follow me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at JohnWayneIsDead. And please, 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 pretty please, throw your Uncle Johnny a couple bucks on Patreon, patreon.com slash JohnWayneIsDead. I very much appreciate it. And, uh, you know, you guys out there, um, you know, you gin drinkers, drink up, Johnny. That's all I say. Drink up. I'm, I'm going to... 
oh, you know what? I bet Cherry 7-Up. Maybe I could make a new fresh start with, with Cherry 7-Up. Yeah. <laughs>